The EduTech guys present a conversation from our live coverage of FETC in Orlando, Florida from Thursday, January 25th, 2018. Enjoy the program. Uh, my name is Matthew Dillon. I am the lower school STEM Fab Lab Makerspace teacher at Iolani School in Honolulu, Hawaii. Awesome. Oh, man. Aloha. There you go. It's so kind you're of not... a step down for you coming out to Florida. <laughs> no, just kidding. We don't have theme parks in Orlando or oh, in uh, oh, yeah. Hawaii, so we there come here for theme there parks. There you go. That's right. right. Make, make, the, make the best of the situation. Yes. yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, tell us what you're doing at Fancy. Um, well, came for some conference time to get you know get some new ideas. Uh, also presenting uh, presented this morning on uh, laser cutting uh-huh. and uh, how to incorporate that with the curriculum, uh, mainly in the lower school. And then I've got two poster sessions, one this afternoon and one tomorrow, just on maker ed and kind of the trial and error that we went through in creating our lab and things like that. That's cool. Awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I'm um, a uh, laser cutting. Really cool stuff. Yes. I saw some laser cutters on the floor. We, we get kind of get in at the end of the day there. And uh, the stuff that, that it's interesting. And I, and I want to say it's probably education that have p- helped push the boundaries of laser cutting. Yeah. You know, and we do that in education and tech now. We push it. But um, so give us some uh, insight on like, you know, w- what you were talking about and what you're showing the other educators. Yeah, I think the, the, the biggest thing, especially in maker education now, is, you know, it, it seems like it's the catch word. Everybody's talking about laser cutters, 3D printers and that. Um, but then schools get them and they don't know what to do with them. Sure. Um, and how do they incorporate that into the curriculum? And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, so getting that laser cutter used for something that you're doing in the class. So, for example, one of the things we do with kindergartners is they used to make garden signs. And they make it on cardboard and put it on a you know chopstick, cover it with saran wrap and put it in the ground. And then the first rain or the first sprinkler would get wet and ruined. So when we started our lab four years ago, we said, well, why don't we have the kids draw their picture on a three by five card? We, we had a whole big process that we went through. But basically, they draw their picture on a three by five card. I take it, scan it, send it to the laser cutter. We arrange the, you know, the cutting lines around it and we make a garden sign. So now they have that. They take it put it right in the garden and it'll last for the whole season. That's awesome. So just little things like that, introducing them to that all the way up through like sixth grade. Uh, we have at the end of the year, a medieval fair. They're studying medieval times. So the kids will come in and they'll make swords and they'll make chess boards and all on the laser cutter. Um, I mean, amazing things that they do. Uh, and that's just kind of how we take them from the kindergarten through the sixth grade. And then for us, our upper school has laser cutters as well. And that we kind of introduce them to all the tech and the 3D printers and all that. So when they get to the upper school, if they want to take an elective in design and fabrication or maker ed or robotics, they have a lot of the background information that they need. That's cool. So yeah. what are the processes involved for the students to learn before they laser cut? Or is there designing for laser cut? Yeah, we actually talk about um, the design process and whether, you know, you, you think about... Um, Uh, design thinking from Stanford or uh, there's a group out of the Science Museum of Boston, EIE education or uh, engineering is in elementary uh, engineering is elementary um, and they have a design process. So the idea is we just take the kids through um, through that and introduce them and say, you know, well, first come up with an idea. What do you want to make? Or what's the problem you want to solve? Or you know, where do you want to go with this? Whether it's a, I need to make a box so dad doesn't lose his keys anymore, uh-huh. or you know, I need to find a way to, you know, clean, make clean water um, when I'm on a camping trip. And then they, you know, 
ask questions, you know, have other people done something like this? What materials can I use? What are the machines? Then they come up with ideas and we just have them brainstorm different ideas. Then they evaluate those ideas, pick one, and then plan it out. So draw their design, list the materials, then they create it, and then they improve it if they have to and go around and around. So we teach that from kindergarten, whether it's um, you know building a, a basic bridge with uh, you know, straws and, you know, uh, Play-Doh sticking it together. Well, what, what does a bridge look like? What, uh, you know, what, you know, you've seen a bridge. Well, oh, it looks like this. Okay. Draw what a bridge looks like. Now, could you make that with straws and take them through that all the way up through the upper school, uh, the, our, uh, sixth graders where they're actually doing a lot of that design as well. And then once they get to upper school, they're doing even more of that, uh, working with other classrooms, finding you know projects that they could help. Uh, we actually had a project that was done a couple of years ago. Our uh, wet lab was researching uh, mosquito larvae. And every time they would go to try to get the iPad or the iPhone up to the microscope, the larvae would move. So that teacher challenged our design and fabrication teacher, could your kids design something on the 3D printer that would allow our kids to just have their iPad or iPhone. And it was a great relationship. Yeah. These kids, you know, it was kind of like entrepreneurship. They, they had uh, an audience or a client. They came back and forth with different ideas and eventually made a couple of different designs that fit iPads and 3D print, or iPads and iPhones on the microscope. Um, that were perfect. So when the little mic or the little uh, larva, the mosquito went through, they just had to hit the button. Um, so that's kind of how, how we're doing it at our school. That's really cool. That's very cool. So uh, technology-wise, um, for coding or, or for all of that, what applications do you do you take your kids through? We also do, um, like with coding, we'll do a lot of scratch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We'll do uh, our lower school uh, science teacher does a lot of the we do. Uh-huh. Um, our upper school, obviously they have computer or uh, computer class they have computer club they have a robotics club uh, computer science so app design I mean all those things we go from basic all the way up so our lower school our kids will do uh, you know different I'm trying to think of what our computer teacher does with some of our real little kids um, but we'll do we'll like I said I mean scratch scratch junior yeah um, we're starting to work with some of the older kids and migrate and with migrates like the sixth graders just introducing Arduino mm-hmm. and some of the things like that again it's the idea is just to give them kind of an introduction to this stuff so that if it's something that they really are interested in whether it's computer science or design or fabrication that when they get up to the upper school and they have the chance to take those electives they're prepped they're ready yeah you know and so we found already now our lab's been in, in uh, existence for four years we have kids now in you know seventh eighth grade that when the teacher says okay um, we need you to start designing your pieces for your robot on inkscape and use the laser cutter oh we learned that when we were in lower school and so she doesn't have to teach those kids she only has to teach the kids that are brand new to the school oh, wow. that came in that year so it's it's seems to be working yes that's really awesome well, I want to shift gears a little bit, and um, uh, I'm going to. I want to hear your thoughts on, and I know this is something that you presented uh, earlier in the week, but um, talking about uh, designing learning spaces and, and get your get your input, get your feel. What are some of the things that you talked about? What are some of the feedback you got? Th- that type of thing yeah, I mean, for that session. We kind of um, when we talked about learning spaces, you know, f- for us, it's a. We had the, like our lab specifically was kind of designed for us, the space. Um, and then when it you know, comes time to like figuring out that space, I know a lot of uh, the stuff that comes out of the D school, 
um, in Stanford is great. We've used a lot of that, and that's one of the resources that we throw out there to mm-hmm. people. Is like, you know, it, it's 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 got to be functional. It's got to be you know user friendly. You know, all those things you talk about. Um, giving kids the chance to you know stand up if they need to stand up or sit yeah. down if they need to sit down, which kind of for us bridged back to our fabrication because we needed standing desks uh, for our lower school and they charged the design and fabrication class and these kids um, using you know a bunch of uh, uh, CNC mills and things created actual standing desks for some of our lower school so as far as you know as far as like designing the space I think it's real specific to what your needs are Sure. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, and then finding, you know, if you're going out and you're buying desks or chairs or stools, it's finding what fits into what you've got as well as your budget and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's phenomenal that your school system is set up to where there's a problem that needs to be solved. Well, really, in any grade level, that doesn't matter. And, and you have a set of students and, and, and educators who are able to take that and at least make an attempt to solve that problem through the equipment you have, the skills that they have learned and are learning. Right. My guess is that the students learn a lot of that All the time. as it's happening. You <laughs> yep. know, yeah, we need standing desks. Like, oh, I don't know what's a standing desk. I mean, you know, that that type of thing. And in in obviously in some cases they actually are able to produce a product that meets the need. Right. That is awesome. And that's I mean, if you know, again, our upper school is an amazing set up but we've we've had people come in and uh, a couple years ago they made a stand-up paddleboard and we have a group called um, I believe it's access surf um, don't quote me on that I think they're with United Way but they help people with uh, physical disabilities mm-hmm. learn to surf and so I can I can't remember if we approached them or they approached us but the idea was for us to design a stand-up paddleboard that would help accommodate people with physical limitations yeah. and we had a, a professor at the University of Hawaii uh, who does bee research needed some beehives for a special um, indigenous bee to Hawaii and our design and fabrication kids came up with this specific so it's it's an amazing I, I besides being lucky to be at in Hawaii the school I work at sure. is unbelievable as yeah well. the, the, you have like you you have you have the cake and, and the I'm icing. eating it yeah and I'm eating it <laughs> and you're eating it yes <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome awesome stuff man thank you so so much oh, my pleasure. For thanks for having me down and, and yeah. sharing nice talking your to you story guys. with well, us and have a great fancy Oh, yeah. And uh, we, we it. call it Fetsy, and we get in trouble for that. Sorry, F-E-T-C. <laughs> F-E-T-C. Oh, yes. So, you know, but before but anyway, you go. Yep. Um, well, first of all, uh, how can oh. folks that want to know more about what you're doing and what your amazing school is doing, how can they How can they reach you? Um, my email is pmattdillon, D-I-L-L-O-N, at uh, iolani.org. It's I-O-L-A-N-I. Dot org. That's a school email. And then um, from that, I can give them a uh, link to my blog for the lab, our Twitter account, um, the school, the upper school um, actually is Sullivan.Iolani.org. Um, and that will take them to the upper school uh, stuff as well. So that's probably the best way. Cool. Awesome. You've been listening to a recorded conversation from EduTech Guys live coverage of FETC 2018. For more information about EduTech Guys, visit edutechguys.com. And Thanks for listening.